Hi everyone, welcome to Heavenly Wit Monday with Teresa Ann on Triumphant Victorious Reminders. Forgive me for the background noise, um, but I had to get a shot of what I've been getting to experience the past few days. It's just beautiful out here. And um, I just wanted to touch base with you as I have not been on Heavenly Whip Monday for a couple of weeks. But on today's episode, it's a crucial one. It's the life of Christ. It's dying to self. But all in all, what is that wrapped up into? It's this one thing. What is the difference between God's love and our own love? And how can we walk in God's love in a practical way? That is what's coming up next on today's Heavenly Whip Monday. As many of you know, I have been parked in Luke 6, Matthew 5, Proverbs 25, 21 through 22, Romans 12, 9 through 21. Oh my gosh, so many others. Micah 6, 8, 1 Corinthians 13. If you are coming alongside a new believer and, they're, and they ask you, where should I start reading? And obviously we, we just tell them, go to the Holy Spirit and he will show you. And what the Holy Spirit has shown me personally on a practical level is read 1 Corinthians 13. But if you read 1 Corinthians 12 and and prior to, you can see why 13 is so imperative. Because in the latter part of chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians, it reads this. Are we all apostles? Are we all prophets? Are we all teachers? Do we all have the power to do miracles? Do we all have the gift of healing? Do we all have the ability to speak in unknown languages? Do we all have the ability to interpret unknown languages? Of course not. So you should earnestly desire the most helpful gifts. But now let me show you a way of life that is best of all. And then it goes into chapter 13. So it's not saying to not pursue gifts, but if you're going to do that, do this first. And here's why. It says, if I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy And if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains but didn't love others, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. Love is. God is. God is love, right? So love is patient and kind. Love is an action. It's an expression. It shows what it is and who he is. God is patient and kind. God is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. 
Love does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. God never gives up. Love never loses faith. God never loses faith. God is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. And Jesus was the greatest expression of God's love in the earth. So it says prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. Now our knowledge is partial and incomplete. And even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture. But when the time of perfection comes, these partial things will become useless. And then here, verse 13 says, These three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest is love. Let love be your highest goal. Okay, so let's stop there. The Holy Spirit of God dwells within us to reveal Christ who revealed the Father and his love. In the very beginning, when Adam and Eve sinned, death came. A spiritual death. But what was a spiritual death? We were made, they were made in the image of God's love. In his love, this is what happens. It's patient and kind. It's not rude. It doesn't keep record of wrong. But as soon as they got out of that place of the image of God, they, what did, what happened? What, what is it that caused their eyes to be open that they were naked? It was that they ate the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. To have knowledge is what is a burden. The burden to know good and evil is what God never wanted or intended for us because that's the very thing that gets us out of love. When you realize the difference between good and evil, what happens? You immediately judge it, right? And when you judge it, either rightly or wrongly, what happens? You see it from a logical standpoint. And logic or reasoning gets you out of God's love. It makes you see it for what it looks like versus what it should be in God. So the knowledge of good and evil keeps us from seeing it God's way. So here's the difference between our own love and God's love. God's love is seen through us when we do good, no matter what evil does. God's love overcomes evil with good. God's love destroys the works of evil by dismantling evil and doing good to those who hate us. God's love is seen when we bless those 
who curse us. God's love is seen when we pray for those who hurt us, not praying against them, but praying for them. God's love is never disappointed and it's never offended. God's love is never hurt by people. Have you ever said that to your kids? You're hurting God when you disobey me. No, you can't hurt God. But you know what? God hurts for us. If you've ever wondered what being the light of Christ looks like, that's how you're going to know. You're going to know because God's love blesses, it does good, and it prays for those, whether they bless us back or not, whether they curse us or not. There's no loophole to when we shouldn't respond in God's love. There's no loophole for it. He covers every spectrum and in between. Now that's immovable strength and power right there. Now, some have asked, but what about when someone hurts us or... So I, I want to give an example to that. And I think there's we have a great one, uh, especially after Tristan, our daughter's car was stolen. God allowed us to walk in his grace to see it from a completely different spectrum. So what if you're robbed or someone in your family is tragically wronged? This is when God's love rescues us, so we proceed with God's love. We will still go through the steps of this world to make sure those who have hurt others go through the earthly justice system. Yet, our intent is no longer to seek vengeance on our own way. But God's love through us helps us to sow seeds of his heart upon those who have wronged us. To see them as someone God is highlighting to pray for while they serve their time. And it's us doing good to them while they go through the earthly justice justice system. And it's still blessing them and encouraging them. And oftentimes, God may even have you send a letter of his love to them while in prison and encourage them in God's love. God's love rescues us so we don't ever get bitter while it sends the rescue of heaven to them as well. Earthly justice is sought out now with God's love and not our own. This is the powerful God that we serve. It is all about doing it his way and in his love. Not seeing it with the knowledge of good and evil, but seeing beyond it with his love. Seeing that how God wants to cover a multitude of sins. Not that he excuses it. Not that he validates it. Not that he says it's okay. But saying, I need you to seek my heart even in this matter so that when the earthly justice system comes upon them, you can still see them as a ministry of my heart through you 
on to them. That it's no longer laughing at their calamity. Because we know in his word, it says that when we laugh at someone who falls, who has done wrong against us, God will actually forget what they have done. We don't ever want to laugh at someone else's calamity, even if we think it's a rightfully so. Now, here's what's amazing about God, is his kingdom is seen when we do it his way. People are turned to him. It reminds me of, again, when Tristan's car was stolen. When we began to see it as a ministry of God's heart for this young man, we found out who he was. We found out he was, he had been incarcerated many times for robbery and stolen cars. This was not his first rodeo. And in all of that, God showed us, I'm highlighting to you who I love. Will you participate with me? Or will you see it with the knowledge of good and evil? And I believe that when Christ came, he did not just come to do the Father's will. That was the ultimate reason why he came. But it was also to bring us back into our rightful place in God. And that is to be made in the image of his love. That every moment of adversity is a moment that we go to God, who is our advocate. And he begins to transform us in the middle of the difficulty and the hardship. God's love is beyond one-sided it sees beyond your heart yet meets you in the moment of pain and he sees where they are and he wants to rescue them and he wants us to participate in his love so that we can see this fullness this full circle of God's love through us onto them this is This is something I'm sharing with you, not because I've got this down, but because so often I forget. And yet in the forgetting, I'm quickly reminded. I pray that today on this Heavenly Whip Monday, that whatever you're struggling with, whether it be with a family member, a friend, maybe a friend that you once considered as a friend and you felt betrayed, Maybe a spouse that is no longer your spouse or a child that has gone astray or perhaps something within your business or whatever it is. I want to just share with you that God's love is so ready and it's ready all the time for you to come into agreement with your rightful place, your DNA, the DNA of his image, which is his love. To be able to see this moment, as it says in James, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to decrease. No, your endurance has a chance to grow. So, let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect. You will be whole. You will be complete, needing 
absolutely nothing. So remember, God's love, as seen in Luke 6 and Matthew 5 and Romans 12 and Proverbs 25 and Micah 6, 8 and so many other scriptures, his love is seen through us when we do good no matter what evil does. Thank you so much for joining me on today's Heavenly Whip Monday with Teresa Ann. Remember what this show is all about. It's about bold inspiration revealing God's goodness so that we can finally see with heavenly wit, seeing mission fields in the midst of battlefields.